So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, yo, what is going on? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So glad you're here and excited to dive into today's content. Today, we're talking about four signs you're addicted to porn. And look, a lot of people don't think they're addicted. A lot of people don't think addiction is real. And maybe you're that guy who's saying, well, you know, I can quit when I want or at least I'm not as bad as so-and-so, or, you know, maybe you have some justifications that are actually masking your situation. Hopefully, today's content will just reveal the state of affairs. And some of you may be pleasantly surprised to find out, hey, you know, my situation's not as bad as I thought. Um, And some some of you might realize that actually you are redlining it way more than you realize. And so the goal of today's content is to bring clarity. Uh, But before we do that, I just want to mention the free resource section. I keep driving this home to you guys because I want you to get it, okay? Um, We have so many free resources on there and we're starting to niche down. So this is not just like seven different ways that you quit pornography, but we're starting to talk about triggers and nice guy syndrome and, you know, how to, you know, restore intimacy in your relationships and all that kind of different stuff that is kind of accessory to recovery. And I just know that you guys will have a better life. You'll have an easier recovery if you get your hands on them. So the link is in the show notes for my free resource section. Go check them out. Go get your hands on something. They're all free, F-R-E-E. All we ask for is an email so we know where to send it to because they are all digital products, okay? That's all we ask. So that is everything. Let's jump in. Let's talk about the four signs that you're addicted to porn. So Look, there's, there's a couple of different clinical ways that addiction is defined, <clears throat> and um, you're going to see that there's, there's some overlap with those clinical ways. You know, if we were talking about alcoholism, we'd be looking for, um, you know, a, a few different core elements, and they're very similar to, to porn addiction. But I want to give a little bit of context just to kind of um, create an understanding of what it is we're actually discussing. So... There are about 40 million porn consumers in the States. That's, that's an estimation. Now, um, let me ask you, I'm going to Google this as I talk to you guys. The United States population, according to Google, is 331.9 million as of 2021, okay? So let's just, let's just call it 330 million. Um, and 40% is only, um, you know, of, of 330 million, that's only 12%. I think that number is grossly underestimated, and the, that number is just an estimate. I'm going to guess that it's probably more like 30 to 40 percent of the population um, that is viewing porn in the states. And you know, 30 percent of 330 million—well, that's 99 million. That's like 100 million consumers. Um, it's estimated that of those um, of those four million, sorry, 40 million. So we'll go back to the number that you know that they're giving us. Uh, and if it's true of the 40 million people. Um, 200,000 are porn addicts, a porn addicts, which is 0.005%. Now, um, sorry, not point, it's 0.5%. Now, I personally believe that it's probably, like I said, more like 100 million people. And if we were to use those same metrics, that same percentage, that's actually about 500,000 
porn addicts. So <clears throat> there's a couple ways we could look at this. I mean, we could slice this and say, wow, this is terrible. And, you know, so many people are struggling and, and this is awful. And I, I think that's all true. I, I choose a different stance, which is that if I were an addict, I would actually find great comfort knowing that there's other people struggling as well. And I say that because that was my experience. You know, I thought I was the only one. I thought that it was a very small percentage of people. And then I found out like, wow, there's actually, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people who are struggling with this as well. And um, I wouldn't say it made me feel better, but it definitely made me feel hopeful that, you know, my situation is not so uniquely messed up that it can't be repaired. And that there's probably, you know, um, there's some people in there who are figuring it out. And if they can figure out, figure it out, I can too. Um, the, the challenge, of course, is for us to, to somehow articulate, you know, um, when is this actually a full-blown addiction and how do we know? And I think a, a professional should really diagnose this. So I'm, I'm not trying to suggest that this episode is a complete diagnostic tool. Um, my goal here is more just to give you some, some indicators, some things that you could be looking for. Okay, um, so the first thing is the wanting and liking detach. All right, so if you notice yourself watching porn and you don't even enjoy it, this is a leading indicator that your situation is probably more serious than you realize. Okay, this is uh, something that is highly regarded in addiction research, uh, in substance abuse in particular, where you are you're drinking the alcohol but you don't even enjoy it. You don't even like it. You're, you're doing the drug, but you don't even really like the drug. But, you're, but you still want it. Your body still craves it, but you don't actually like it, okay? Second one is a loss of control. So this is when you, you no longer can control the engagement. You know, you begin to uh, watch things that you find disgusting. You begin to venture out into more maybe um, extreme behavior. You're there's no control here. This isn't like a, I watch it, you know, when I feel like it, this is like a, you know, I need to watch it. And the stuff I watch is not always scratching the itch. And so I need to watch more intense stuff. And what happens as a result of this is you begin to feel hopeless. Th those are, those are causal um, in their relationship. A loss of control leads to hopelessness. When, when you feel that you cannot control yourself, you feel hopeless against, you know, in this case, viewing pornography. Number three is impairment. Very, very uh, important one and a really obvious indicator that, hey, this is not just casual consumption. This is not just something that you do because everyone else does it. This is actually deeply damaging your life. And so when your ability to fulfill obligations at work, school, or home are affected, this is a sign that, look, porn is probably causing more than you realize. And the fourth one, and the one that we see um, drives people to get help the most is risky use. So when you engage in behavior in riskier forms, environments, or methods, this is a telltale sign that your situation is serious. And let me give you some examples, okay? So examples of risky use. Um, this would be starting to watch grotesque behavior. Um, you know, examples being like bestiality, or uh, maybe you're watching gay porn, but you're heterosexual. You know, so things that are much more extreme um, kind of content. Um, that's a very common one, by the way. The, the other, uh, you know, I guess avenue would be that you're no longer viewing, but now you're engaging, okay? You are participating in, gosh, uh, it could be things like orgies or threesomes. You're having an affair. You're paying for sex. 
there's not necessarily uh, a limit to this, but these kinds of riskier behaviors, very, very typical of somebody who's watched porn for a long time and is no longer getting what they need from porn, and so they look to other places. And our most extreme example of this is Ted Bundy, who, again, just to be very clear, is extreme. It's an extreme case, and I'm not suggesting that everyone who watches porn becomes a serial killer, but when he was asked about you know, what he attributed to much of his erratic and disgusting behavior, you know, he murdered and raped, uh, you know, I think it was 29 women, um, he said that pornography was, was maybe one of the, the best indicators uh, or one of the, the biggest causes of his lifestyle. Um, and so I think, um, I think there's something to be said for this. So in summary, uh, the detachment from wanting and liking. So when you do it because you want it, but not because you like it. Number two is a loss of control, um, and you cannot control how you engage with the behavior, um, and you feel hopeless as a result. Number three is impairment, and it starts to reduce your ability to function and to operate. And number four is risky use, and this is where you're engaging in behavior in much riskier forms um, and kind of uh, almost viewing it like it's inconsequential. Like, yeah, I know this is risky, but, you know, I'm either willing to face the consequences or, uh, you know, I'll, I'll somehow survive them. The honest truth is that most men that we know that get help, you know, through our audiences, like pretty big email list, 100,000 followers on Instagram, uh, podcast has grown a lot as well. We, we've observed that when people don't get help soon, they regret it. So the people who, who are the, the most um, joyful through the recovery experience are the people who got help quickly. And the people that deal with the most mental baggage, the regret and the remorse and the shame and everything else are the people who waited way too long. And so, you know, and, and the reality is the, the difference between getting help quickly and delaying is sometimes the difference between a marriage and a promotion, it's the difference between a promotion and getting fired, and it's the difference between truly a quicker recovery versus a longer one. So I think if there's one thing I want you to get from this, number one, it's hopefully it's the severity or, or an understanding of your situation. And number two, it's that um, if, if you exhibit any of these four things that I've listed, let alone a combination or all of them, get help now. Get help now and don't be stingy and and like over analytical about it like go find something that you know is going to help and do it and do it before it ruins your marriage and it ruins your career and it ruins your calling and it it ruins the next four or five years of your life because you you push things so far that you couldn't turn around put put a little bit of your future glasses on and realize this thing only gets worse if you don't do the help that or get the help that is needed for you okay so that's everything for today, guys. I know it's a bit of a strong one, but um, important information and I wanted you guys to hear it, okay? Um, again, if you want some help, maybe you want a taster. You know, you just want to get started and you'll see kind of what you're going to do later on, but you at least want to get the ball rolling. The free resource section of my website, that's the place to do it. It's slash resources. Link is in the show notes. I hope you click around there and find some stuff that you like. In the meantime, cheering you guys on. Stay clean. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. 
It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.